0: Welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This features the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons staring at the prospect of entertainment relevance. I'm your co-host Bill Scurry, of American Caesar Enterprises, which is the number one supplier of mirrors to North America. Yet ironically, we have an aversion to looking at our true selves and coming to grips with who we really are. <laughs> I'm glad Ooh, I, I make, like that. I'm glad I can you, make a you
1: chuckle. Ha- right, you have a bunch of vampires on staff.
0: Yeah. It's more it's more like people who just, uh, you know, have turned into something ugly in their lives and they're just not prepared right. to, right. you know. They
1: can they can't face who they've become. Well, you know, there's truth to, you know, you know about you hear about so many um celebrities or stars, actors whoever who can't watch themselves. Yeah. You know, watch their own footage. And I think that makes sense because they become performers because they're so self-conscious and they're seeking Seeking uh, approval, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm always surprised.
0: Was, who are the actors that have no problem? Like, what marks a performer who does something like that that can actually watch themselves? You know,
1: I mean, I bet there's another kind of performer who, like, literally gets like turned on by watching themselves. um I mean, it might sound crazy, but literally turned on, I can imagine. I mean, the story is that Prince
0: only listened to his own music. Can you believe I, that? He had good taste. That's why. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean it, I have tried. See, I have trouble believing that because Prince was so expansive in his. No,
0: not exactly.
1: You know what he incorporated into his music, which is I believe is somewhat relevant to our topic today. But um, so where did those influences come from? I mean, maybe it was just he would go through periods where he only listened to himself, or he listened to everything until he was thirty, and then he only listened to himself.
0: You know, yeah. or maybe he was just a genius. Somebody asked Tarantino recently um, if he could. You know, he's frequently in his own movies in one one small spot. Like how self-conscious is he with his own work? And and Tarantino said, "Are you kidding me?" He goes, "If one of my movies is on TV, I stop, I freeze, and I have to watch the rest of it." He says, yeah. I, "He goes, I love my movies." He goes, "I made my movies for me to watch. They're the kind of movies yeah. I want to see, and so yeah. I love my films." He doesn't have an you know he doesn't have sort of an antipathy to looking at his it, own work. It,
1: it, it takes all kinds. I mean, I I you know I like reading my own trivia questions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, I'm not sure I, I don't like hearing my voice read them, even though I like reading them for audiences and presenting them. I don't I don't like looking at photos of myself most of the time. Actually, that's not true. And this is really, I think, the difference between a good photographer. This is why it's still worth paying for a professional photographer. It's like if I look at a friend just took shots of me, I'm always like, oh, I look so creepy and weird. And what happened to my hair? But then if I look at like professionally shot shots of me i'm like oh like i finally like feel (laughs) i feel so much better about myself when i see those look that's why
0: that's why a mindy tucker literally i've had many many friends get shots by mindy tucker and if anybody does, we're talking about essentially she was like the preeminent comedian photographer uh, in New York City. I think she's still in New York City. She might have moved out to Los Angeles. But, I mean, just about everybody who's anybody um, had a shot done by her, whether it was headshots or casuals. And she had a way of making comedians, I mean, look incredible, but also... I mean, they looked funny. It was the thing about it caught the at, you know she really yeah. understood how to make it's it great. look like yeah it was and, great
1: and that's and that's you know one of these jobs that yeah, oh anyone on their phone or whatever and filters you can make anything look good no, no there's a there's a skill to it yeah which is why professional photographers is a thing still no it's and, true you, and hopefully you, it will remain
0: a thing you want that so, Annie Leibovitz look you know there's the, or you want that Annie Leibovitz look yeah. Yeah. yeah you want the you want thing that you went the
1: Herb Ritz of your own.
0: Uh, Francesco Scavullo, uh, who yes, I saw in a movie exactly. recently. Yeah, all these guys. Right, right. The, the, the pros of the old days. Guys. Helmut Lang, the other guys who make these guys. pictures. Yeah, I mean, all when those guys. I, when, I,
1: when I worked at Rolling Stone as an assistant, I just, all the, all the late 90s, I mean, Annie Leibovitz was on another level, but like the hipster photographers that we would employ all the time. Uh, I got to know those names. I've forgotten them all now. Okay, so, welcome. Oh, I am Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing. I, I
0: fact-checked that. It's correct. You are.
1: It's correct. I founded this company. It's lost in the mists of time, but I believe it, is, it was true. All, all archaeological evidence points to it. Uh, trivia game show spectacular. Okay, so, welcome to our show. We like to, uh, on the show, we're getting old. And we're trying to keep up with what's happening. So we like to look at, you know usually i guess a pop culture phenomenon something that's happened and something that's new and try to make sense of it and sample it and this is one of those bill do you agree it's huge it's a world beater in pop culture i sent you that article from billboard which was so over the top talking about like changed entertainment forever the world stopped for this and like i had barely heard the name are uh, yeah, you this,
0: familiar with this? This was your pitch, by the way. Uh, it it was, was
1: my pitch when it floated to the surface. I'm like, how is this so big? And I uh, it it was is. a worthy pitch. And Who this like, is.
0: Oh, no. I had heard of the name before. I knew this. I knew uh, she did SNL a couple of months ago, I think in November. Okay. Um, yeah, she was the guest. It's like, yeah, I just, but I, it's a quantity where I just don't know the draft. I don't know how big we're talking right. about here. It's somebody, right. of course, well, name, name recognition, but not, it's, it's, it's not quality, but necessarily quantity we're, in my case.
1: We're talking about big. We're talking about a singer. By the way, she's currently 33 and a third years old. How about that? I how about
0: that? Yeah. It's like a, her, yeah, computing her, pie out to a million digits.
1: Well, it's relevant to music. Her name is Solana Imani Rowe, but you might know her as SZA
0: oh wait a second i made a terrible mistake i uh, what, up, what now bill oh uh, this is bad oh man i was looking up the work of jake shears and animatronic in the gay themed uh, 2000s disco group scissors sisters i made <laughs> Who a I, I heard someone
1: error. perform at karaoke just the other night yeah are, are they still around
0: I don't think so. I think that they're defunct. Okay. It was really like a 20, 20 2007, 2008 2003,
1: era 2003, yeah. I just what yeah. a what a name for a band. I mean, it's you might as well call yourselves the 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 fuck people. I mean, that's kind of what they you don't know were, was if you frame. don't know what scissor sisters means, I'd say look it up, but Use a tiny bit of your imagination.
0: Well, it was a bunch of gay men and a and a, a. The, the irony: movie.
1: a gay man named after a lesbian sex act. Yeah. Okay, oh, we're not right. talking about Sizzus Scissor sisters. We're not talking about Sizzler or Ponderosa Dorosa. We House. did,
0: although we did before the microphone went <laughs> we out. We, we did a, a good long conversation. We, about we looked into the
1: history just because we made a SZA, Sizzler joke and we looked into both companies still around, believe it or not. Uh, so we're talking about Solani, Imani, Rowe, thirty-three and thirty years old. Sizzler, uh, Bill, tell us the the facts, the fact file. On
0: SZA. It goes as follows. She was born on November 8, 1989. She is currently 33 and a third years old, like Noah yeah, says. Yeah, how about
1: that? Singer look at, song. Look at me pulling out the math
0: skills. Born in St. Louis, Missouri, but actually raised in Maplewood, New Jersey, and Noah Maple said. Maplewood, New Jersey. In the text chain this week, he said uh, that she actually went to the same high school uh, that Noah was briefly in, I believe, for one or two right. years, right?
1: One one year. I, I went to that high school. I was in that high school the, when she was born the year she was born. Oh yeah, that's I was, true. My right one year at that high school. So you didn't
0: you didn't meet her. You're trying to tell me you don't know I did her. not
1: she did still still in St. Louis. I did not meet her, but she went to my my brief high school also the birthplace of ultimate frisbee. How about that?
0: Yeah, uh, and much like SZA, Noah also changed uh, uh, entertainment between albums. It was a yes. world beater. Right. I was also named
1: Billboard Music's Woman of the Year. For 2022.
0: So SZA began making music in the early 2010s, releasing two EPs. Uh, the first one was called See Scissor Run in 2012 and S in 2013. Uh, and then apparently her, a grand ascent begins with signing to a label. I've never heard of before, but apparently it was a predominantly male-heavy talent lineup to this TDE, Top Dog, D-A-W-G Entertainment. Yeah,
1: I've, I've heard of that. I, oh, in I, fact, I was surprised because I looked it up. I'm like, oh yeah, someone famous runs that, and no one I had heard of.
0: Right, I mean, maybe, maybe it's all behind the scenes type stuff. What, what, Brill building stuff? I don't know. Anyway, she released a, a, a an album called Z or Zed, as we say here in Europe. Noah, uh, two thousand and fourteen. It was her third. I'm very
1: disappointed that she released an EP called S and an EP called Z. When's the EP called A going to come out?
0: Uh, Maybe she, that's that's going to be her like 10th album. She's, she's getting ready to close okay. it up, you know, something like that. All right. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah, her you know,
1: that's, her, that's her farewell. And
0: season. this is where it interrupts, intersects, I should say, with something I have heard is that uh, in uh, 2014, she was a co-writer with Nicki Minaj on Beyonce's Feeling Myself. It's a song that my wife plays frequently in her ear pods as she's on the treadmill. I know that for sure. Uh, the empowerment um, um, song of 53-year-old white ladies everywhere. Uh, so <laughs> hey,
1: hey, come on. Look, people say it a lot. Hip-hop, R&B, modern hip-hop and R&B. is
0: not line. all black audiences. Course, not even close.
1: Not even close.
0: So Sizz's debut studio album is called CTRL, named after the key on your keyboard, Control, 2017. Not to be confused, of course, with uh, Janet Jackson's wonderful album. I, I
1: thought it was a note-for-note remake of Janet Jackson's album. And you can, I you I
0: could do worse than that.
1: No, it was a note-for-note note remake, but with all the vowels removed. So she does all the same lyrics; she just removes all the vowels.
0: Yeah, ultimately, shorter in the end. That's the nice. Yeah, it's uh, just. It saves it's, some time. It's, yeah, it's about half as long. Yeah. So, uh, Control was released, in Universal acclaim, became the second longest-charting R and B album by a woman in the history of Billboard, and went triple platinum. By the no, R- number, one R- longu-
1: uh, number one longest, number uh, one longest woman R and B album in the history of Billboard. Who's the artist? I, Name I don't it. Know. Debut who? album of whom?
0: Who? Come on, man. Aretha? It's a great,
1: the greatest love of all, my friends. Winty
0: Houston. Okay.
1: With, yes. Yeah, I, children are our future. Why wasn't she in
0: We Are the World? Oh, maybe she big-timed them. Who knows?
1: Or maybe she wasn't quite big yet. It's possible that, that Whitney, that was, yeah. I'll, we, take, I'll a, take her. I'm with Penny off topic Rogers. now, but Bill and yeah. I were talking about We Are the World. Well, yeah, it's possible she wasn't quite yet at her level. She might have been a few years earlier. Anyway.
0: So um, at the uh, Billboard, de, sorry, at the Grammys that year, getting back on track, uh, she earned four noms, including Best New Artist, as one would expect. However, much like the grand history of the Grammys, this world-beating artist, this enormous talent, this yes. titanic goer, did yes. not win Best yeah. New Artist. Instead, she, she lost
1: to Jethro Tull.
0: She, she lost to Jethro Tull for Best Metal Album. She was, uh, she was beaten by a, a person named Alessia Cara, who is a Canadian-Italian uh, songstress that nobody about. I have about never yet. heard Alexia Cara? Alessia, Alessia, Alessia. Oh, I have heard of her. Anyway, in 2020, um, her album was, was placed on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list, which, they again, they consulted with Noah on this. It was mostly his uh, guidance. Those,
1: those lists are bullshit.
0: So in 2017, she's back at it. She teamed up with Maroon 5, starring our old friend, uh, Adam Levine, from such episodes as our Maroon 5 episode and the Sexed Crisis episode.
1: Right. One of the very few people to be the subject of two episodes of I Don't Get It. The problem. I believe
0: there's only two of them. It was her and uh, him and Taylor Swift, uh, something like that. But... Uh,
1: uh, I feel like there's a third we're forgetting. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We talked we
0: talk to Acai Bowls another time, perhaps. But uh, So she was on Maroon 5's top ten hit, What Lovers Do, in 2018. She worked with uh, Kendrick Lamar on All the Stars, which appeared in that world-beating Black Panther soundtrack. That did nutso right, business. Yes,
1: <laughs> Nominated for an
0: Oscar. And a Golden Globe. Yeah, that was... Uh, yes. You know. Anyway, yeah. so, all right, in 2010, let's head to 2010. She dropped Good Days. And the following year saw the releases of the singles I Hate You and the collab with Doja Cat. No, you Cat. said
1: 2010. You mean 2020.
0: Oh, 2020. Sorry, yes. Uh, Doja Cat. You skipped
1: skip something. In 2016, she collaborated with the worst force in American the, the person who is single-handedly taking down American culture right now, Rihanna. They Taking collaborated down American with culture. Okay, all right. Right. She is destroying all that is holy yes. in the U.S. of A., according true. to certain people. Yeah, because, uh, you know... How so, how dare she perform at the Super Bowl and not have white skin?
0: The uh, the Doja Cat song "Kiss Me More" was enormous. Yes. Um, Doja Cat. Um, all her singles... Former
1: topic of ours, Doja That's Cat.
0: True. Yes, uh, reached the top ten uh, Billboard again. This she's a hit machine. Uh, what we're saying about SZA is that she knows how to make gold records, and when she's in yes, those she when she's in those gold diapers, she makes music uh she She, she, yes she she earned a grammy that year for the best pop duo group performance with doja cat and so finally this is the magic hour we're talking about here this is the second album sos which i believe came out in november 2022 december
1: December. and it's a note for note remake of the abba song
0: yes um yeah that is you can check that that is absolutely correct
1: the little-known Mem Without Hats cover version of that ABBA song. There, there's a deep cut for you.
0: SOS reached number one on Billboard, breaking the record for biggest streaming week ever for an R&B album. Remained atop the charts for nine non-consecutive weeks. Don't ask me what broke what broke her record up. I don't know. Anyway, so at the moment, you've got Nobody Gets Me and Kill Bill, are world-beating singles. They're out there. and uh, The latter peaked at number one on Billboard Global 200 charts. So... Here we are, SZA is 33 years old, she's currently, uh, uh, her fans were waiting for a proper album release for something like five years, uh, and if you look at some of the comments out there, they, were, the fans were priding themselves on, on this exceptional tolerance and forbearance <laughs> they had with, with having to wait so long between albums. Having and to w- five years with only like four collaborations
1: released in that time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not obscure works, not things released, not commercials in Japan for fish or yeah. deodorant, but actual big things that they were clearly able and, to buy.
1: Right, and now she's on tour. She is on tour. She's coming to, all I know is, you know, looking her up on YouTube, I kept getting smacked in the face, buy tickets to see her in Oakland on March 15th. I will be on the East Coast at the time also, I mean, I'll get into my opinion of SZA, but probably not going to go see her in concert. And you will but, get you
0: will get there now, Noah, because I'm, th- I'm throwing the ball your way. I want to hear what you have. You said you pitched her. What does this mean to you upon? Yeah.
1: So, uh, all right. Uh, I I I vaguely heard of SZA, and then like I looked at pictures, and I assumed that she was another. I assume she was a rapper, and I assumed that she was another topic we've done before, Cardi B or even Doja Cat, and I just don't have a lot of use for that music. Um so when I first listened to her, I was very pleasantly surprised that she is I mean there's a there's one song that was very much a rap song. The song of Doja Cat is very much a rap song. But but it's a, she's just the feature artist. Um but most of it she's an R&B chanteuse, right? It feels very much like a modern processing of sounds from the 70s. In fact, the artist I was most reminded of is her fellow Columbia High School, Maplewood, New Jersey graduate, Lauren Hill, although Lauren is the version of this 25 years earlier. Um, so she sings. Sh- she's incorporating all these sounds from R&B, soul, and yes, hip-hop into one very modern kind of stew. Um, her style... <laughs> Here's a term I'd never heard before. Uh, she's called um, what's this thing? Uh, music is like a a blend of hip hop, R and B, and pop. And the term you ever heard this before? PBR and B.
0: No, what does that even refer to? Oh, pop? Oh, pop. It, no,
1: no, PBR Papsberry Ribbon. The idea is it's oh, hipster R and B. Okay. So she's like Frank Ocean. She's like the weakened you know, people like this, yeah. which is, you know, well, that, that's, R&B that's for, the current
0: flavor. That is the, that is the market it, preferred flavor. It, 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 it is a flavor.
1: Although here's a quote from her. I thought this was hilarious. Uh, I think this is from Billboard. SZA disputes her music being labeled as hip hop, R&B, and pop scene. She often listens to a variety of music, including Stevie Nicks, classical jazz, folk, and rap. Side note, I can believe that. She is definitely very polyglot. Further, she said, quote, when you try to label my music, you remove the option for it to be limitless. It diminishes the music. I mean, what a wonderful world it would be if you don't have to label music. But here's a woman on a major label. She's collaborating. You didn't mention this on this new album with Travis Scott, Phoebe Bridgers, Don Oliver, old dirty bastard who's been dead for 19 years. Or has he? You know, yes. Or has he, right. It it would be wonderful if we didn't have to label her music, but welcome to the real world. Um, So I found this music to be very, very competent Very pleasant, but I don't care. And I've been over this on the show a lot. And call me defensive if you want, that's fair. I just, all right. So let me tell you about music for me this week, right? I, this week in music has mostly for me been about a band called White Reaper. And White Reaper is probably my favorite current band, meaning my favorite band that isn't made up of people older than me. White Reaper is a garage rock band from Louisville, Kentucky. I've been into them for a few years. They just released a new album last month. Not big enough for them to be a topic on the show. I love them. I saw them in concert Wednesday night. They came here to San Francisco. My third time seeing them. But they are almost the complete opposite of SZA. They're very male and they're very white. I'm going to think SZA is pleasant. I'm certainly going to think she's talented and creative. This music is good. It's just it doesn't stir me at well. You don't no. need to be defensive
0: about that, though. You're well, just. A I, I think I do.
1: I, frankly, I think I do because you look at all my favorite artists, and it's hard to find a black face in there, and it's even harder to find anyone who could be defined as R and B. You know, there's the odd song. You know, I mean, there was the odd Al Green or James Brown song I really dig, but like they're few and far between, right? And yeah, I, you know. Is that racist on my part? No, it would be racist if I said the music shit, which I clearly don't think here. It's just not my cup of tea. And anyway, I, I'm sure I'm being defensive. And,
0: it's an uh, unfortunate podcast. collision of the fact that you're talking about music that is predominantly made by black people, but it is not well, but, limited. But, to but being, why? But, but
1: like I said before, like uh, do you really think a majority of Sis's fans are black in a country like this having a number one album? You got to appeal to a I, lot of white. Yes,
0: people. it is. I don't know anywhere.
1: Who's that? Who's Just that, not who, me.
0: Who's that <laughs> one? Know? There, there was a, there was a white dude who sang like black soul singers. He was really he, he did a song called "I Wonder Why." Is it not? I can't. Curtis. Uh, I mean, there've been a lot of those guys. I think his name was the Curtis Steigers. So if you said like, yes, Curtis
1: Steigers. I will, I will
0: never neat. listen to Cur, uh, Curtis Mayfield, but I will listen to Curtis Steigers simply because <laughs> he's a white man.
1: I mean, look, this was part of the idea with that took Elvis to the top early on. Yeah. I mean, there's the famous quote that might not be true that Sam Phillips said, you know, you find me a white boy who could sing like a black boy. He might have. He said did not say black there. boy. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Sam Phillips is nearly as big a villain as a lot of other people in music history. But the point is, you know, Elvis. They tried that with Pat Boone, but Elvis was a lot better. You know, um, is just make Pat. I mean, in the late '80s, Rick Astley packaging a black sound. In know, white package for white audiences. I think music has changed for the better now and that I just think it's a sound that just doesn't connect with me. And even while I look listen to this and go, this music is very pleasant, very creative, very well done, but I just like something different. I like something simpler. I like something more masculine, more male. I mean, White Reaper, what I love is he's throwing their dicks out on the stage guitar solos. I love it. Anyway, listen to White Reaper... But i'm gonna shut up about them now because they're not the topic here uh this music is great i don't it does nothing for me so there you go
0: it is great um i mean i it's funny because i'm inclined to agree with you about whether i'm going to listen to her again uh, there's nothing preventing me from listening to her again um but i can just see that it's not the kind of thing that shows up in my, my rotation there was again i'm not i don't had i had no association with her voice no association with her sound. I just knew that she was famous. I knew that she was an artist of our moment. Um, and the size of her phenomenon, while, again, her shadow was long, it somehow avoided darkening us. We were not in the, uh, it did not occlude the sun from our vision. That's how far away we are from her phenomenon. And yet I, I everything she did that I listened to for the preparation of this is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. And yeah, yes, you know very what? very nice. Very nice I mean, music, yeah. I always get down to this, like, I before I, I played a single song of hers, I wondered who's producing her. You know there's 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 who's right to, who writes the songs there's what is the character of her voice and then what is the production like um and the producers have such a fingerprint um especially with the uh, R&B, b hip-hop and soul uh, maybe that's true for like an alan parsons was making an album in the 1970s maybe they really did sound like alan parsons albums specifically he put a real or brought you know phil Spector obviously made a sound that you can tell even the beatles had a phil specter sound when he produced them So a guy like Pharrell Williams, you know, the Neptunes and that kind of thing, when he produces an album, like, it has the imprimatur on him. So, I mean, I'm not up on who the producers are, necessarily. Well,
1: she works with a whole team of people, including, like... She digs back. Babyface works on a song. Rodney Jerkins. Those yeah. are the names I had heard of. Uh, they, these, but these those are, are guys
0: from the nineties. But these guys are they're, professionals. These guys are bored. oh, they're correct. they're top of their yeah, yeah yeah they're top of their exactly game. they stuck they're top out, of the business they stuck out there forever yeah so everything I listened to was great you know the whether she one of her songs sounded like it was. Um, it almost had It sounded much more like Soul I mean again She talks about her references being She goes back to listen to Ella Fitzgerald Stevie Nicks I mean There's definitely Minnie Ripperton And Roberta Flack Heavy heavy oh, Both yes. of those There's a lot of that Voice sound it's great, and then, but then, and then, for the most part, I think most of the songs I listened to had like a trap beat or a slower, more syncopated, more entrancing trap beat because that's that that too was like the sound of our age. It's difficult for me; I can't tell you what the timeless aspects of her work is going to be. You know, it's like we could already look back at Beyonce, who's been a musician for Christ twenty five years. You know, you have, you have so much work of hers out there to tell what's going to stand the test of time because it already is. Um, you know, SZA, SZA uh, she's, I mean, the nice thing is is that she has held back. You know, she puts out albums when she's right and goddamn ready to make music. But I can't tell of these songs what are going to be the timeless. You know, her voice is timeless, but I don't know which which choices of her artistically, which producers she worked for, are going to be the uh, timeless things going on. And the other thing I'll say about this is that... Um, I fully expected her to be a, again, sight unseen when I started. I thought she was going to be like a 22-year-old kid from either Los Angeles or from Chicago. or And you know, it turns out she was from Jersey and she went to, like you said, your high school. She had a very conventional background. Her parents, one of them worked for CNN, another worked for you know, yes. Yes. She, she's not from the mean streets, no. had nothing to do with, not necessarily the mean streets, yeah. but it, you know what it was? It was that her upbringing was so conventional, but not only that, She's 33. She's experienced. She's been making music for a long time. She was writing hits for other people before she really was established as an artist. And and, and I was watching interviews where she was talking about music, and she she really understands. She speaks music. She understands music. And, you know, the idea of, like, a person who's in their prime... In terms of selling music, is not necessarily a child of twenty-four, but a like a, a person of thirty-three. It's different hearing music from someone at that age. I'm not saying she's old. I'm just saying she's out of the sort of um, mm. the doldrums. She's of not. Being
1: yeah, a child. she's not a little kid. She's an adult.
0: Yeah, right. She's at thirty-three. You can't. Yeah, yeah. We would
1: people people wouldn't be that upset if we dated thirty-three-year-olds, my friend. I mean, maybe you because you're married. bill so uh you know other than the fact that we seem to agree she's talented why is sizza billboard magazine's woman of the year by the way that article folks look you like sizza that's great you got good taste but that billboard article i sent you pissed me off it read like a fucking press release it talked about how she'd like
0: conquered the world and I'm like, oh my god. I like to you know what I like to quotes though. You know, that was a good impression builder. There's like- a
1: half there's a paragraph quote from her manager. Yeah. talking about how she's like the greatest R&B artist since uh, like freaking Nina Simone. What like, she What she
0: said about herself I thought was a lot more representative and that, that
1: fine I'd rather she's smart the person interviewing her is an idiot. I don't know why I touched a nerve with Yeah I don't it, know But why,
0: anyway. Why is it popular asking me? I can, yes. an, I can answer yes, that question. Yes I am asking you. In yes. this one case. She is uh, rich and gaudy with influences which you can hear in her voice and, and her style choices and the kind of music that you can clearly see there's, there's a, a rich lineage of things that she's listened to. Um, she's well trained as a singer. I mean she has a really pretty yeah, voice. She's These,
1: got a great voice. You know, you
0: know the only thing, I, her phrasing has a lot of, she she ends a lot of her words with kind of like an ooh, an, or ooh, uh, phonic. It's it's strange the way she's phrasing her words. There's, there's the character of her voice, but then there's the way she chooses to sort of pronounce words. And there's a little bit of a coup at the end of her lines. And I know that's like an affectation a little bit. I mean, whether she sticks with her her entire career is one thing. I mean, Amy Winehouse had like the biggest affectation of all time. Gwen, Gwen Stefani with her chirps and uffs. Oh, and my God. Her man. Del Basio type um, uh, lifts of, of, of phonetics and squeaks and things like that. I mean, this is nothing new. Um, you know, but it, it made me think it was, there was a little bit of self-consciousness to it. But anyway, I'm sure that's one of the things that people love hearing in her voice. I mean, she spent years writing hits, like I said, for other people. She... Clearly knows what sells. And I think she brought her character to Beyoncé and she brought her character to Doja Cat. She sort of endowed other people with this particular brand of personal songwriting she has. And you know, she knows in interviews she's talked about that's the thing that she she when she writes, she has a very distinct process. And she tries to go for this thing where it's no bullshit in songs and she names the song after she writes it, not based on the hook, but just based on what the feeling is. And there's all this real it's real personal sense. And I think that people really latch on to this. They, you know, it's not not. I mean, there's a factory of people making her, but she's the face of the company. And I think it's rightly so, um, you know, she uh, uh, she's she's got a great sound of her own, even though she has all these producers making sound. they sent they sound like her songs. You know, they, they as much as they're, they have the fingerprinted producers on her, they sound like hers. Um, you know, she took the time to develop and again, it's nice to hear a 33 year old person. And, and here's here's the other thing, like you said, uh, you alluded to this, her fan base at the moment, and I, in particular, I assume every, I mean, I guess all pop stars can't boast the same fan base, but her fan base is particularly rabid. There is an inheritor She is, you know, there's only a couple of names at the top of the sort of diva pyramid. You know, I think Beyonce and Rihanna are fighting out right now. Rihanna's a billionaire many times over. She just announced she's pregnant again at the Super Bowl. She has, she's in a class as an entertainer, the likes of which, again, there's only two of them right now, Beyonce and Rihanna. And I'm sure Beyonce, if you had to quantify them, he's been around longer, so she's got a larger pull. But again, in terms of that diva mold, SZA could be very much gunning for, yeah. even though she doesn't seem to project the volume of those two. Those other performers are bombastic Well, well but, but maybe,
1: maybe that's the PBR&B aspect. Yeah, that, maybe that's it. Yeah. Whether she appreciates that label or not, she's going for the more select, oh, the real music fans prefer SZA. Maybe it's a boutique Beyonce feeling, yeah, yeah. and Rihanna's for the, you know, listening to it at the supermarket kind of thing. Yeah. So, I can, I
0: can so what that would that. you say?
1: Yeah, I mean a lot. By the way, I looked something up. Thirty three, thirty three. She is a month older than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is thirty three now too. So there you go, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, she she has got the right sound at the right time. There's also just the business things. Like, look at this list of collaborators. When she she's got a uh, she's on a new remix with Lizzo. You know, another former topic of
0: they're ours. giant fans of each other. They they, ta- they clap back right. on social media all the time. I-
1: I mean, you know, eight years ago or whatever, seven years ago, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Rihanna, Maroon Five, Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, Phoebe Bridgers, Don Oliver, ODB. I mean, and now Lizzo, and Doja Cat. You there's know? All, there's
0: like, only one murderer in that whole uh, list with Tra- <laughs> Travis Scott. No, that's a great, great pick. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot. Yeah,
1: ODB. I don't think killed anyone. No, um, no, that's true. I I was, sorry, just because I was curious when ODB died and I read his Wikipedia page, there is a quote from, not SZA, but RZA, you know, from, uh, from, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, who's a big buddy of ODB's and it is haunt, it's beautiful. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he basically talks about like why ODB died and who he really was and just how he was sick. I mean, there's an argument whether ODB was like actually mentally ill, probably. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um... Someone should do a documentary. Not a documentary, a a biopic of him. I'm sure someone's working on it. Maybe someone did, and we don't know. We didn't know about SZA. Anyway, I'm way off topic here. Uh, Look, she's got the... So the collaboration things. we've basically been told she's legit, so that gives her a foot in the door, a lot more than a foot in the door. And she took advantage of in the right way, all the reasons you said that uh, you think that she's very, very talented,
0: and I agree. She's gorgeous, too. Um, I mean, I didn't mention that yet. You
1: know? Yeah, she's not my look, but
0: that's It okay. doesn't matter what you think. She's gorgeous. Uh,
1: fine. It doesn't matter what I think. Whatever. I'm never going to meet her, so that's irrelevant. Um, I like her turn of phrase with lyrics. The song Blind, I like, which is more of a rapping song for her thing. She says, My pussy precedes me. I love that. Put the hood on now. Put the hood on. Now they calling me Cassius, raunchy like Bob Saget. I like that, I
0: that was a good one too.
1: That. Yeah, uh, the song "Good Days," which I think is from her 2017 album. Just these beautiful background vocals really caught me. They float in, uh, and then the new song "Kill Bill." Like you said, it. I mean, I was surprised when I looked at the list of producers, and you know, Babyface and Rodney Jerkins are the only names I recognize, and they're old. I assumed she'd have some hot producer of the moment with her, and she doesn't. So even though it's a long list of people, it really stands to reason that she's in control. And that song is just a masterful use of sampling. There's a flute that comes in on a Mellotron, I read. You know what a Mellotron I is? I do.
0: Big fan of the Mellotron.
1: Mellotron is just a fascinating instrument. So, you know, and we've said this on a lot of topics. We're in an era where it's about synthesizing and re-synthesizing And referencing. And that goes a long way with a lot of people, you know, for me musically, not really, but I'm in the minority, right? So it goes along, you know, the more you can reference, the more you can call back. I mean, there's a simple way of doing it. Like a lot of modern country, you just talk about your fucking pickup truck and fool people. into thinking you have anything in common with Hank Williams and they'll buy that shit up. Or there's the creative way of doing it, which is, it does, which is calling on 40, 50 years of R&B hip hop, basically black music tradition but even beyond that into some pop music and and making into something fresh and new and figuring out your place inside of it yeah yeah i mean i do think this is a case of as much as it doesn't connect with me again i'm in the minority especially when it comes to music so basically i just think you know she's giving people what they want when they want it in a high quality way
0: No, I didn't know you as a child, but I feel like I do. How would you have let, re- regarded this when you were a kid?
1: No, I mean, there's like a lot of topics to talk about. There's nothing here for the young me. I mean, there's not much here for the old me. I didn't like, I mean, I still don't like girl music. <laughs> I mean, you look at my list of favorite artists. There aren't a lot of black people. There are only a few more female people. So Paul yeah, Abdul, I, not I, there? No, Paul Abdul is not there. Look, I, I've said it. My my music taste is very white, very male. This is very female and very R&B. So it does little for me now. And it would do less for me then because now I just feel like I'm more able to appreciate things that aren't my cup of tea. Back then, I don't think I scorned them. I don't think I'd be out there saying SZA sucks. But I give it not a second thought. But then there's the... I've said this many topics. There's the flip side, is that if I were young now, I would have been raised in a more polyglot, Multiracial musical tradition. You know, it was very easy to ignore black music when you're young, when we were
0: young. When MTV it's, didn't play it, essentially.
1: Yeah, they started playing. Well, they started playing it when Michael Jackson. Broke a the few company, artists. Right? I'm
0: saying it was it was a yeah. snap company.
1: Well, but okay, they did Funny, they it took them a while to play hip hop. You know the story that they were pressured into doing yo MTV raps, and they did it at like twelve thirty at night. They kind of dumped it into nowhere, and it was still a hit then. And basically, just it wouldn't, you know, they couldn't say no to it eventually. Uh, but, you know, mainstream pop music is a lot blacker than it was when we were kids. Rightly so. So,
0: make natural things.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, frankly, the music we were into, even White Reaper, you, you dig back into its roots and there's a lot of blackness in there. You got to go back several decades. So, if I were young now, I would have been raised in a different tradition and maybe I'd have more appreciation for this. I can imagine a world where I'm a nut for guys like Future and The Weeknd, right? So maybe. All right, let me go back. Maybe, maybe, maybe SZA would be like one of the few women I was into. You know, I don't know.
0: Who knows? I, there's no answer to this question, Bill. But I mean, at the risk of, um, I'm not going to repeat exactly what you just said, but I, I feel um, it describes where I am too with a lot of this. I had no proclivity towards listening to Soul. Sounds or something R inflected. It's the same thing where there was an orthodoxy, and it wasn't again because of loathing. It was mostly because well, I I was. It might have had an
1: influence of loathing, right? Uh, I, mean, I don't. I I think me not liking girl music was like, oh, I I'm suspect if I'm listening to girl music,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about when I started buying music, and I was actually a patron of discs and cassettes and things like that, and like I was just so I what I was I was looking backwards into just firming up my prog bona fides and looking for things that were keyboard and synth-based musics, things like that. And, you know, it's again, it's it's more like that was the stockaded fort I was inside of and everything on the outside was just this wild wilderness that needed to be macheted through and trail, trailblazed. And again, it's, it's not necessarily loathing it. It's just a fear of the outside, perhaps, and a sense of I don't even know where to begin. But, of course, there's those things. like Much like you, if we had grown up today, we would be a lot more heterogeneous in terms of our taste, even if it's not like what's right against our heart. Her name is SZA. Sovereign, zigzag, zig-a-la.
1: Bill, is there any aspect to which SZA, the music of SZA, the success of SZA, the uh, Billboard Woman of the Year awarding to SZA? It's fun to say, right? Really. Kennedy Center the honors SZA. But like this is why I thought she was a rapper because I thought of Rizza and Giza from
0: Jizza um, Jizza not Gizza Jizza
1: is it Jizza yeah. from the Wu Tang Clan? There's gotta. Why did she pick that name? It's like Lil Nas X.
0: Oh, you didn't read this. Your your, your name is just
1: a reference to another rapper's name. No, it no, no, no. Makes you no. sound like her. But that's how I hear it. No. So. Br-
0: briefly speaking, um, she, the, the three artists you just mentioned picked their names from something called the Supreme Alphabet. Oh, it's uh, it's a black Muslim thing. It's a five right, yes. percenter thing. Yeah, look right, into yeah. that if you were looking for more information. All
1: right, about. fine, fine, but 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 she is selling to a mainstream audience. I cannot be the only one who hears SZA and thinks, oh, she's a fan of
0: the Wu Tang Clan. Maybe she, I'm sure she is too. We're all fans of the Wu Tang Clan, you know.
1: I mean, Lil Nas X clearly wanted to be referring to Naz. you know, who is he? The weird owl who only does Nas songs? No, you know, it's I, I don't know. I just I don't understand the name, but. Who gives a well, shit? Well, I'm glad you asked. Anyway, so please. is there any sign of the apocalypse with Sizzle?
0: No, this is a relief to talk about after a lot of the bad Netflix art I've been bitching about on this on this <laughs> forum recently. Oh, like, for those who don't know, I
1: suddenly discovered that Bill thinks Netflix is the worst thing ever in the history. The component
0: pieces of Netflix and the company, it's, you know, it's just, it's giving me bad. It's given me heartburn about the production of the creative process and what we consider saleable commercial art. Look, she's skilled. She's experienced. She seems eminently worth of renown. Uh, The size of that renown is not for me to judge. You know, again, only time will tell uh, with these things. Um, Actually, what I like, you know, maybe another another anti-apocalyptic spray or preventative lozenge of some sort, is that she she herself has some discomfort making peace with, with, with such an ardent fan base. She knows she's got these fans, but that's a big pull. It's a lot of responsibility. And... Again, she's not a child, but at the same time, she's not like a sage 45 year old who's come to really be aware and have this relationship with her fan base. She's only toured a few times. So I think the size of her renown to her is still intimidating. Um, you know, that's it. It, it's, it should make anyone soul search. And that's, again, her art is soul search. And that's why, no, there's definitely not a sign of populace. What about you?
1: I mean, maybe. You know, we're at this very dangerous, scary point where. Backlash seems to keep us from moving forward as a country. I mean, we have an a, an entire political party with a not insignificant amount of power, whose only issue seems to be grievance, and the fact that you know Rihanna at the Super Bowl. It was a while ago where they were all piling on Beyonce, and like Beyonce, really, oh, she's filthy. Little girls, watch her. It's I terrible. I didn't even hear about any of this. This is
0: really news to me. I've oh, the, so the far Beyonce to this thing news.
1: was a while ago, but the of things right now. Not even. I didn't even. Hear the you know, people are complaining this. that she was like, you know dancing suggestively that would not have cared for one second if she had been white. So, look, that's not SZA's fault. That's not Rihanna's fault. But, you know, we're talking about the phenomenon and the fact that we have, you know, half the country that doesn't seem, you know, would cut, you know, cut off its nose despite its face in that it will, it will happily, you know, bring on the end of the world if it could just, you know, feel better about, you know, being triggered by a, a, a sexually suggestive successful black woman. That might be a sign of the apocalypse. You know, I want to be clear here. It's not sis's fault. She shouldn't stop doing anything she does. she does. Fuck those people. But unfortunately, we're stuck with them. So in that respect, this might be a problem. I
0: prefer, like, if I could build a little studio, like, in a house that I'm staying in. I just work better in like a house. It was like, okay, breakfast. i right, I'm gonna try something real quick. Comfort and confidence is so key, like it really is. Like some artists can be comfortable anywhere because they're very like cerebral. I'm a visual person. I'm very reactive to my environment. All right, Noah, let's bring it on home. Tell me about jealousy. Uh, Does this inspire... No, of course I'm jealous of her. Why wouldn't I be jealous of her? You'd have to to be not human to not be jealous of her. She went to my
1: fucking high school. She's smarter than me. She's more connected in show business. She's more talented than me. She's more beloved than me. She's younger than me. I mean, you know, other than the fact that I don't want to be a woman, and I'm perfectly happy not being an African-American... I they're, like. I would love to be SZA. I mean, why wouldn't I want to
0: be? She's SZA? in a good position. It's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's talented. The world is her oyster, to use the cliche. Um, again, I I love the fact that. The fans were talking about their ultimate forbearance as if they were as an essential core. I didn't
1: understand that they're like we have to be the most patient people in the world. Like the, she releases new albums every, new songs every year. I, it just it's
0: it's this idea that they're like monastic Shaolin monks, you know, like <laughs> training in this courtyard amongst the peonies, you know. Like, hey, when I was a kid, we had to wait ten years for a new Boston album. It's, you're absolutely Tom forever. Schulz was sitting there forever. Imagine what these kids would do if you had to wait for Tom Schulz to crank out uh, an album uh, between the third uh, one and on, the fourth one.
1: Right. On the other hand, in the '60s, all those bands released new albums every year. I mean, it's amazing. Well, the Beatles
0: in like six years. Yeah, this is the know. split between the current. You no, know, there. Look, there are some artists that still being. They're still incredibly prolific. They can't stop making music. You know, you mentioned Prince before. Prince was essentially never sat down. I mean. Prince is obviously not with us anymore, but his, even here, you know, there's there's so, there's like centuries worth of music that were never released. He could not help himself. He was his creative process was he had to keep writing as he expelled carbon dioxide, he expelled music. It's just the way he related to the world.
1: Hey hey hey,
0: White Reaper, four albums in nine years. I'm happy with that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Look, I'm I, that's the <laughs> difference between what I'm used to. But yeah, again, you'd have to be a real either not aware of what she's doing and the place she occupies and your your own miserable, pathetic life. I'm not saying your miserable, pathetic life, but I'm saying one's miserable, own, pathetic life. That she's in a better position than you are by any metric. And you should, by law... By any rational sense, be jealous right. of her. Absolutely.
1: Well, there are plenty of people who don't want to be famous and be terrified of that, right? Yeah, good and for them. She's on this They're tour now themselves. playing huge arenas all over the country, all over the world. I mean, not me, but I can imagine that being many people's. All, you know, the cliche, more people are afraid of public speaking than death. All right. No, what about
0: the spy balloonian scale? Uh, the, spy the, balloonian. The, the, the no, we went access. back to felonium. No, we went I know. Back to I'm, felonium just, I'm riffing again. here. I'm riffing.
1: All right, so I thought of, you know, I said I expected her to be a Cardi B type who, I just, you know, she, Cardi B just came off as sleazy to me. So I liked her so much more than that. So 163% of Cardi B. And then I also thought of Doja Cat, who she collaborates with. And, you know, I thought that whole Moo Cow song was just stupid. I didn't really, you know, half a joke stretched into four minutes.
0: And yet she's so become first huge, I, yeah.
1: Right. At first I said 234% of Doja Cat. But then I watched the video of the collaboration between the two of them. And while the video was weird, it was very fantastic. It was this uh, this astronaut guy is piling a canoe somewhere in a fantasy land. He runs into a giant pink version of Doja Cat. And the Doja Cat and Scissor are like flopping together. And it's like homoerotic suggestive. And I don't know. Anyway, the point is I've discovered that Doja Cat is a lot more talented than I thought. So 163% of Cardi B, and then I said 234% of Doja Cat, but thinking more and listening more to Doja Cat, I've revised that to 212% of Doja Cat. So crunch those numbers, come up with what you come up with, have a nice
0: day. These are precise statistics, everybody. I mean, it, Absolutely. he's not given to willy-nilly estimations here.
1: I, I mean, we we have such a small margin of error. I mean, if we make a mistake yeah, here, the entire about that. This space shuttles blow up, you yeah. know, it's, it's really grim you could, stuff. You could
0: lose the tip of your finger. It's really right there. Exactly. It's uh, like working at an Arby's. It's rough stuff. I had to, uh, I judge this actually next to what we do in the shadows. It's not, again, the size of the okay. phenomenon is different, but for me, this was something that was deservedly popular, quietly excellent. You know, the difference is, is that what I what we do in the shadows isn't something I like wake up thinking I need more of this. As much as I get of it, I'm very happy. I enjoy getting it. I don't revisit it when I'm not watching it, but I have a very good reminiscence of it, and I recommend it to anyone I meet. Which I could do the same thing here too. Again, it's just it's just the lightest analog. That's what it made me think of in terms of mm. good, good, well-made, well-made entertainment today.
1: You See, I don't remember what you said about... Uh,
0: um, what We Do in the Shadows?
1: Uh, what We Do... I couldn't remember the name.
0: I was yeah. thinking only shadows in the building. Yeah.
1: Uh, I thought you liked that.
0: <laughs> no, I do. I like it, it a lot. It's just that it's, it's it's not something... I don't think of it but as... But
1: I, I would think it's more for a, a thing for you. It's, it's more not, of a huh? thing
0: for me. No, no, it is. It is definitely. But again, it's like I think that... It, she might do her particular form of music better than that is a comedy, but the comedy is more for me. It sort of offsets it just a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's got...
1: All right, whatever makes you happy. you got to trust it It's not... Mind. We, we we swung away from. We have to be precise. To ah, who gives a who shit? Gives okay. it, it, it's it, not. It's, we're
0: not. We're not. We're not building the space shuttle. Round up. Round down. I don't know, people. No. Yeah. No one's lives are at the balance. It's rate. just numbers. All yeah. right. So, exactly. if you'd like to find past episodes on the show, look on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Google and Play. Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitch is very important. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill show, write to us Noah and Bill don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review. That's how the aggregators point their algorithm at us and perhaps more people could find us that way. I am on Twitter at LiamScurry for whatever this is. I'm looking at a sticker Noah's showing me. I just Off found this, this on my
1: banana. If for some reason this is a Disney banana, it says Disney is a picture yeah. of Mickey Mouse, and Bill's a big Disney fan, so I'm showing him this.
0: And my video and my content video. is on YouTube at youtube.com slash am Caesar and yeah. Noah, what other fruit do you have to tell us about?
1: Uh, You should talk to. I can't remember now, but I spoke to our friend and listener Adam Starling yesterday, and he had a topic. He's like, I really think Bill should do an American Caesar video on this, and I can't remember. What Everyone
0: it was. always says it to me. They have no idea what it takes to do it. You don't. You don't videos. like
1: hearing that. You don't like no. hearing
0: that. They're 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 okay. organic, Sorry. and I, I nobody mean, don't suggest. I tell you what they are. You don't tell me. All right. <laughs> this is my show. This is my deal here, Wade.
1: Uh... <laughs> I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com. The finest in custom trivia events for in-person events, virtual events. Uh, having a lot of fun. Good, to- good time. Good springtime. I'm headed to New York soon to do a couple parties there. Uh, always like going back to New York, my hometown, hometown of the big quiz thing. And uh, you know, we just passed our 20th anniversary. And with the help of my good friend here, Mr. William K. Scurry Jr. Oh me?
0: Yes, that's true. Uh,
1: yeah, we have. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty soon. Uh, Gonna be rolling out a video series online. Uh, I'm looking back on some of the questions asked at the very first Big Quiz Thing event 20 years ago. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Check us out online and learn about more. Join our mailing list, follow us on the the media social. Uh, Or book us for an event, even better. Watch our new uh, video demo starring me. I walk you through a game. You can find out what it's all about and learn more. Bigquizthing.com. And I personally am at, I'm on Instagram at thenoatarno.com. You can hear more of my political rantings and see photos of my cat.
0: Okay, everybody, until the next episode, where we feature something that we appreciate but don't exactly enjoy. We We don't don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.